We have been reminded of many blessings this morning, and we tend to forget those. And I'm going to um, share a little bit about a blessing and a great hope that we have as children of the living God. And we also uh, tend to forget because of our busy lives. But I'd like to read this morning from Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. If you'd like to look that up, Philippians 3, 20 and 21. If you would rise, please, <clears throat> as we are reminded again of a great blessing and hope we have. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Let's pray. Father, again, we are your people. <clears throat> we thank you that you've sub subdued us in your great grace and your love. And we do submit now to your precious word. Help us to be teachable. Help us, Lord, to be ready uh, in heart to come to your table. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we'll be reciting the Nicene Creed. It's on page 18 in your bulletin. And my goal has always been to, at least once a year, uh, that we go through the Nicene Creed. It's been more than that. I won't tell you how long. Uh, the last part of the last sentence is what we're going to look at today, though. So the last part of the last sentence in the Nicene Creed says, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. So these are things we're looking forward to, or we should be looking forward to. So I look for the life to come. That's what I'd like to focus on as we come to the table. In other words, I expect, <clears throat> I expect, I, I prepare for the life of the world to come. And we are a future-oriented lot here, praise the Lord, as we should be. Now, every week by this uh, action of uh, faith, when we come to the table of the Lord, as we've been commanded to do, and as we can greatly rejoice that we have, can do, we are preparing a little more, I think, for the life of the world to come. Maybe we don't think about that so much, but we are. We are also looking back, of course, at what the Lord did on the cross for us to bring us to himself and to redeem us and bring us into his family. And we are looking ahead also to the glorious communion that we uh, have with him, that awaits us with him, unhindered by our sin. And we are looking ahead to being with him in heaven. In Philippians 3 here, we see that we are citizens of heaven, it says. And that was already mentioned once today. We are citizens of heaven. And that is our true home. And then it says that we are to eagerly wait for the return of our Savior. And that it says then, he will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body. Wow, what a transformation. I feel like my body, I feel like I have a lowly body. The older I get. And the more I, that, because of that, I guess the more I'm looking forward to my time with him in heaven with a glorified body. Now, a person I have been thinking about lately because I've been reading a book that she wrote uh, is maybe even uh, more so, I'm surely more so, I think, thinking of that day. And that is Johnny Erickson Tata. Many of you know uh, of her. And 
I, I bought her book. It's called Heaven, Your Real Home. Heaven, Your Real Home. It's been a great blessing so far. And it's reminded me some of Randy Alcorn's book on heaven, which is also a great blessing. But this is more uh, poetic, I guess you'd say, or emotive in, in her style of writing. It's, it's really a blessing. And she has a, a helpful, I believe, and a healthy perspective. In fact, it's intense. And you can imagine why. How many years has she been unable to function physically? So she has an intense desire and a hope in having her glorified body in heaven. I think I do not often, maybe you would agree, but I don't often enough think of heaven, my eternal home, my glorious home in the daily grind sometimes. And yet I think it's healthy and it's right and it's necessary for us as citizens of heaven to remember what awaits us. And yes, we can rejoice now in many good things. Yesterday uh, at the Goodemotes house, Phil shared, uh, I forgot the title exactly, something about will there be coffee in heaven or something like that. And it, it, was, uh, it was a good reminder of how we have many blessings. Coffee is one of them, and he mentioned it others. And yet, in heaven, we'll have glorified whatever it's called there, I guess. But we can re- rejoice. We can look forward to uh, great blessings Great things that have been transformed. And Johnny said this in this book. She said, we are supposed to be eagerly awaiting heaven. Heaven is your journey's end, your life's goal, your purpose for going on. If heaven is the home of your spirit, the rest for your soul, the repository of every spiritual investment on earth, then it must grip your heart. And your heart must grip it by, by faith, must grip heaven by faith. Colossians 3 is kind of one way to prepare. It says, uh, since then you have been raised with Christ. We've been raised with him. Set your hearts on things above, it says, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. We will be acknowledging this in the Nicene Creed. He is seated at the right hand of God. We should continually be thinking of our Savior. And then verse 2 says, set your minds. So before it said, set your hearts on things above. Now it says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Now we don't refer to the larger catechism very often. I guess because it is large. But it communicates some things that I want to share as we come to the table and before we recite the Nicene Creed. It communicates a hope that we have. This is question number 19. It says, what shall be done to or what shall be done for the righteous in heaven? This is a great list. If you haven't seen, thought of this list for a while, what shall be done to for us in heaven? And it says, at the day of judgment, the righteous being caught up to Christ in the clouds, shall be set on his right hand and there openly acknowledged and acquitted. Shall join with him in the judging of reprobate angels and men. That's part of our work there. And then it says, and shall be received into heaven. We'll be welcomed into heaven. We, you know, we will be received. This, in the picture we saw this morning when the few gates came and Matt came, they were received joyfully into this body. If you haven't hugged them already, or even if you have hugged them and welcomed them, hug them again. Receive them joyfully. It's a little picture of 
how the Lord will receive us into heaven. And then it says, where they, where we, shall be fully and forever freed from all sin and misery. Amen. Praise God. Freed from all sin and misery. And then it says, filled with inconceivable joys. Phil mentioned a few of those yesterday. It is inconceivable to us. And he mentioned yesterday, eye is not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those who love him. Inconceivable joys. And then it says, made perfectly holy and happy both in body and soul. Perfectly holy and happy in body and soul. But especially, it says, this is kind of the, the main focus here. But especially in the immediate vision and fruition of God the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit to all eternity. Immediate means there's no mediation needed. We are directly able to rejoice in the Lord God to all eternity. And then it goes on, and this is the perfect and full communion which the members of the invisible church shall enjoy with Christ in glory at the resurrection and the day of judgment. It is the perfect and full communion. We see it in part each Lord's day. And praise God for the life of the, the world to come that we have expecting. We have a great hope because of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ for us on the cross. And in him and with him, we have an eternal home. And we are made for a person. We are made for him. And we are made for a place. The last part of 1 Thess 4 says, And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And we should encourage each other with these words. To live in the hope of the life of the world to come. We should encourage each other in that. This morning, we are testifying as we recite the Nicene Creed that we believe in the life of the world to come. And that we are looking forward to it. And so we come to this table now with joy and in the hope of our eternal home. Coming to this table enables us by the grace of the Lord to prepare now for our life in the world to come. So brothers and sisters, it's on page 18. Our brothers and sisters in Christ, because we are united by this hope, let's declare what we believe together. I believe in one God, <coughs> maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten of the, begotten of the Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of the Father and he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and who with the Father and Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let's pray.
Dear Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we do exalt you as the true and the living God. And we do rejoice in our eternal home, even now. Oh Lord, give us grace to live knowing our life to come is with you and with all the saints and all the angels. And help us to encourage each other in this great hope. Lord, forgive us for forgetting whose we are and where we will be forever. And help us to encourage each other to prepare to be there as we apply your means of grace, your word and prayer and the sacraments. Lord, we remember the cost of this hope that we have, and we praise you for our Lord Jesus Christ, whose body was broken and whose blood was shed for us. And we come to this celebration now, and we rejoice in our eternal hope and our eternal life. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.